Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So, good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you guys are in the world. I have a lot of anxiety today, so I don't know how um, this is going to be tonight. Um, It's been a lot uh, going on and just really trying to uh, get some type of common sense to it all, you know. And uh, my anxiety today was all over the place. It triggered from going to work yesterday. And um, I mean, I was having anxiety sitting in my car right before I went in and clock in. And uh, I, I don't like my schedule, but I have a job and I'm just trying to be grateful for a job because I know a lot of people don't. And so, I don't know, yesterday was, you know, one of those days to where I normally would just brush it off. I mean, I'll dwell on it, but, you know, I would brush it off somewhat. But, um, it started out fine, besides me having anxiety all day, until mid-afternoon, late afternoon, where a client was trying to elope early from treatment. And usually on Saturdays and Sundays, there's not an administrative there who, like anybody in upper management, so it's just me. I just do case management and I do groups. And then there's like a tech there or a tech management person there. So... Um, I'm doing my group there. We're just watching, uh, a, uh, a movie, um, but I like to sit in there with them and kind of get their reactions and certain things. And so I can put it in my note. And so I got called out from a tech to, I may need, I may need it to be an assistant to a person that's leaving. So, um, normally when a person leaves early from treatment without getting a full certificate, not certification, a certificate, um, or completion, they're on their own. Like we don't aid them in trying to find transportation. We don't aid them to use the phone until they're off property and they can use their personal cell phone. It's just a precaution for us because they're making the decision to leave. Um, without completing treatment. That's everywhere I worked. It's been like that. So I get down to the unit and the girl is screaming and she's like, you won't let me use my cell phone or my app to call a lift. And I don't want to wait outside and call my lift. If my app doesn't work outside in a thousand degrees hot outside. And I'm just like, well, if it don't work in here, what makes you think it's going to work outside? And she's like, well, if I can't find a lift, I'm just going to come back. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. You made a decision to leave, and but we can't help you in leaving. And the the tech, the tech manager was already down there and told her the same thing. And so he called, she called him a few names. And so 
I was trying to understand where she was coming from. I understood, but I was just trying to go by the rules and be strict by them because that's just how we are. Well, some of us are because, yeah. So, um, I, I'm, I've been doing this for so long. I've been berated. I've been called the N word. I've been called the C word. I've been called every word. And, um, and so I just was like, Hey, we have an administrator on call. Just call her, just getting confirmation. And y'all can take it from there. I'm taking myself out this situation. Cause technically I don't need to be over here. So I just walked out and just let the, the manager part person handle it. And so as I was walking, another client who was actually, actually both of the clients were on my caseload, but I only met the one that was leaving early one time and she was in bed sleep. She wouldn't get up to talk to me, but the other client, um, was very much, um, I don't know, just all over the place. And so she came to me and she's like, I'm leaving in a couple of days. I feel like I'm being neglected and no one's paying attention to me, da 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 da. And I'm just like, are you serious? Before I can even say anything, I said, I'm your case manager. I've been working with you since day one. Yes, I took a couple of days off because I had vacation, but I've been helping you try to find a place to go and reminded her that every place I have advised you on, you didn't call or you didn't return a phone call. And you didn't do what you needed to do. And you kept flipping the script of where you wanted to go. I was like, I, I can't make your life decisions for you. I can only aid and guide you into decisions that you want to make. So I walk away. And um, the girl that's leaving, I don't call me a bitch. And so I'm just, I'm just keep walking. And I'm shaking at this point because I'm just like, I, I can't handle it. My blood pressure is getting high and my heart is beating fast and I just, I'm shaking. So I get back to my group and the movie is like five minutes till it's over with. And so I didn't even feel like processing it with them. I asked them if they had any questions and that was it. And we were done for the day. So I get back to my office and I call a coworker, just vent, and it's just like, I, I can't describe it, maybe because I'm so into my head the last 24 hours, it's just been a lot. So, I leave work about 15 minutes early, I was going to come home to do, um, I had my crock pot on, so I was making food and I wanted to turn the crock pot off. Because I had to go pick up my brother from work. So I get home and I pay for a reserved parking and someone's in my parking spot. And I'm just like, okay. All right. So I took a picture of license plate, left a note, called the tow truck people that we have here on property. Well, they're not on property, but, you know, I pay for a parking spot. Basically, I, I pay for them to come out and do their damn job. So I called, made a report, da, da, da. So by the time I come back to get my brother and come home, drop him off, get my mom food, drop him off and come back to the house, the truck is still there. So I'm texting the people again. She's like, oh, well, I need you to send a picture of 
the license plate said, well, you never told me that you just gave, I just gave you the number of the phone. So I did that. So I'm, that's at this point, I'm paranoid. Cause I'm just like, where am I going to park? I don't like my car to be too far away from where I live. Cause I, I can see out my window what's going on. And, um, I don't know my neighbors like that. I did go to one neighbor to see maybe if they had guests or something over. But I thought about, like, these people are crazy and I'm not going to be going to everybody's apartment figuring out whose truck it is. And I didn't really care. So, 8 o'clock comes come around and the truck is still there. At this point, I'm, I, I'm from 1 to 10 and my 10 filter is already out the roof and I'm paranoid. Because I'm thinking, oh my God, they're going to tow my car for parking in another space. Even though I have a permit that, you know, I get to park. But the principal thing is I pay for my parking. My cover parking that I've had for the last three years. Maybe petted some people, but to me it's not. Because it's just the principal the thing. So I text the tow company again and say, hey, I'm sorry to bother y'all. But no one's come to remove this vehicle that's in my spot and there's like the person's like wow well we didn't know I said there's a whole text thread so overnight somebody removed the truck I don't know if the guy came and got his own truck or the tow truck got it I don't care so um by the time I got up this morning and got dressed and ready to work my my I was sleep sleep deprived last night. I'm slurring my words. I didn't sleep at all last night because I'm just, my brain is in overdrive. So let me back up. So before I woke up um, last night, I was looking for jobs. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, if I try to find something else, listen to the other, and that's what I was doing. The only thing I could find was stuff in my field. And I really want to get out of working in my field. I just, I want to change really, really bad. And I'm like, God, why do you keep me here if I'm, if I'm miserable, but that's a whole nother story for another time. So I'm watching Family Guy on Fox. And um, as you guys are aware that Fox um, local news come on at nine o'clock instead of 10. So I'm just casually on a computer and I overhear a news story and I hear somebody's name and I see their picture, the mugshot. And I'm like, holy crap that person looks so familiar and I'm like it can't be so since I had my laptop up I still had um my client database from works on it and I realized it was a client that had just discharged like maybe a month ago maybe a little bit more and for reasons I, I can't say why he discharged but he discharged and well we let him go early because of certain things that was exposed that our administrators lack to make it important until 17 days that he was there. We'll just say that. So anyways, um, he was on the news and turns out he had murdered a um, 80 something year old woman. And that I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Like, this can't be real, right? Like, I mean, I know it's real life, but I was just in shock. And so I'm thinking about that man. And if he would have taken the options that we gave him, where where would he would have been, you know? And then I started thinking about other stuff and, like, my car and then the person with the that parked their truck there. Is he going to, like, shoot my windows out? 
Is he going to slash my tires? You know, my brain is going all over the place and it actually still is now. So anyways, I, I get up this morning and the truck is not in my parking spot. I didn't go and repark my car. I left my car where it was. It was, it was okay. It was in a safe place. I mean, I, I couldn't see it because my car is short and there's like two big Jeeps, like on opposite sides of it. So I go to work, get to work today and I am trying to find my client, the one that said that she, her needs weren't being met. Um, I hooked her up with some services and I was trying to reach back from the lady that I spoke with because she hadn't emailed me back. So she finally did. And so she gave me some resources to help the client. And so I went and spoke with the client and the client was upset and was getting irate. She said, well, I need to know what this place looks like. That is us. I understand that, but we still have to, you know, we, we can look at it, but I think it'll be a good idea for you. I said, I, I couldn't even get a word in and probably because I was sleep deprived, I couldn't put two sentences together. And so she's yelling at me and I, and I don't yell that much and I get assertive. I was like, okay, fine. I said, I'll, I'm just going to walk away. Like, that's all I can do is just walk away. So I get back to my office and I'm like shaking still because it's just been a long night and yesterday was crazy. And I decided to just put on some music and try to chill out or podcast. So the girl came to my office and she apologized for her behavior and this and the other. And I was like, well, I'm sorry for the miscommunications. Like I'm doing the best I can to help you. And there was even talks of having her stay a little bit longer because of medical stuff. She declined. She wanted to leave. I said, cool, fine. Less headache for me. So I did the intake with the lady this afternoon for her and she's going tomorrow. But I just... I'm tired. I am. My body feels it today. My pelvis is hurting again. I'm praying to God that my fibroids aren't coming back that quick. Um, I'm having some chest pains. And um, as you can hear my voice, I'm, I'm hoarse. And um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not happy today. And I just, I don't know if I want to cry or if I want to sleep or cry and sleep or or what and I'm trying to stay motivated but I don't have any motivation in me today um trying to just put the last two days in perspective I mean I know you're not supposed to have great days all the time and I'm trying to just look for the positive in something you know and when I was picking up my brother yesterday I was really rude to him and I had to call and apologize to him today and because uh, I didn't want him to think it was his fault or if I didn't want to pick him up or anything like that. I just was like, I just had a really bad day and I took it out on him. And so, I don't know. I I just feel like at times I'm going nuts. <laughs> like today, I feel like I'm just crazy. My My head hurts and it's pounding and I am in the midst of negative thinking all the time for the last 24 hours actually to be honest it's been longer than that in trying to change those 
thoughts have been hard recently. Um, I try to ignore them. And they don't tell me to hurt myself or anything like that. But it tells me I'm stupid or nobody wants to be around me. That's why nobody invites you to stuff. It's just stuff like that. And I'm trying to justify is it a fact or is it, you know, my brain telling me this story of stupidness. And like right now, even though I'm talking, I'm thinking about work and the fact that my coworker, who is my other case manager, will be taking a new position soon. And he was trying to hide it from me. But I mean, I already knew like I I was like, he's going to get the job anyways. And so um, thinking about all the extra work I would have to do and I don't know. And I'm trying not to. I mean, people say, oh, you're going to do what you can. But I I hold myself to a standard when it comes to my work. And I want to be able to do a good job and and all that stuff. And I I can't describe it right now. But that's just how I feel. And I don't really have anybody to talk to right now, which is why I do these. And I know sometimes they come off like it's morbid and and um, sad and lonely. And then I'm happy and cheerful. I mean, right? That's my life right now. That's how I deal at the moment. That's all I've been taught. And learning to unlearn all of that is a challenge doesn't mean I have to stay in it which I know I don't have to stay in it and it's becoming overbearing and overwhelming something that I'm definitely not not um I can't say not used to because it comes so I'm, I'm very comfortable with it but it's unconventional, you know. And today while I was doing one of my groups, we had watched um, a YouTube video of Will Smith jumping out of a helicopter. Well, he bungee jumped out of a helicopter. And he did a follow-up interview with Ellen DeGeneres. And he said, how can you be scared and be happy? You can't have both. And for some reason, that struck a chord with me today. And I was just like, wow. But it still didn't change my mindset. You know, (laughs) I teach people, oh, you got to change your mindset. Yeah, Monisa, you're not changing your fucking mindset. Why? Because you're pitiful. Because you can't do anything right. You're always going to, I mean, that's where it goes, you know. And it's hard the last 24 hours. It's been really hard. I don't know what to do next. I know I need to change. But I've been so afraid of change and allowing myself to grow. And I don't know if it's because of the fact that, you know, I'm used to disappointment and that's going to be what it is on the other end. Or, I mean, it could be bliss, you know, but... I've limited myself and everything in life and I think it's just trying to come back up to me. That's okay. 
nobody's going to save me. There's no Superman to save me. There's no woman woman to save me. It's just me, right? I just don't know how to save myself. And I think that's all I have to say to get this off my chest. And I appreciate you guys for listening. So I will talk to you guys later.